coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, man, let's get it done. 402-464-5685, start our hammer text line, Honda Lake and Hotline. Uh, if you guys want to join in the, on the conversation today, it uh, should be a good one, lots to talk about. Got some goats to talk about. Got a record-setting volleyball game to talk about. Got a big game against Georgia Southern to talk about. Amongst others, amongst other things. So you can reach out, start our in live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. If you want to get after it, hit us with a what's up. And uh, we'll get into the conversation. Jay Foreman, Husker Hall of Famer, uh, let them know about the Mercado. The Mercado, a retail store and butcher shop featuring fresh hand-cut certified Piedmontese beef and their unique ingredients. Um, they also have plenty, plenty of different cuts. Uh, got a little echo. No. Is that it? Nope. Is that it? Hello? Got a little echo issue we're dealing with. Yeah, he'll have to move from one. Nick, you got to come in. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's doing back there. And I don't know why he's not answering. Yeah, he's got to handle that. It sounds like we're in a cave. You know, like when you're in a cave in Utah? When we were kids. You say hello. I try to stay out of and caves in Utah. Look at you get out over here. <laughs> we try, try to better? avoid that. There Is you that better? go. <laughs> certified, certified Piedmontese beef, 84th and Havelock area. Yeah. Great uh, atmosphere, great food. Um. We came back with the echo? No? He's, or maybe he's, that's just my, my beautiful voice. Well, sometimes it's just too powerful it's, it's, of, of, of a vibration, Jay Foreman. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's just yeah, too maybe much. That's it. It's just too much. But the Mercado is a place to be. It's a great uh, atmosphere, restaurant, great service. Um, you know, plenty of different uh, types of meats, different cuts, everything you want. And they, if you have a sweet tooth, they have plenty of uh, dessert options as well. So they got you covered. Uh, I always say they got you covered coming and going. They're going to get you coming there with the good uh, appetizers and stuff like that, then the, the main course, and then they're going to get you with dessert. And you could have a butcher shop, and they can uh, take your stuff home too. So don't miss out. Yeah, stop in the, the little deli area yep. right there. Get your – you know, they've got some prepared meals for you. got some prepared sides for you. Uh, they'll get you hooked up. But today we are broadcasting live from Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Um, we're going to do a couple of things. We've got a VIP event going on just to kind of show off their – uh, this catering area that they have in the back. And I'm not sure if you've been aware of this space. Yeah, I haven't. This is sweet, man. This is a – I've been to Mary Ellen's a few times, didn't know this was here. It is – I mean, this is nice. I mean, mm -hmm. it's 
classy, spacious. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely it'd be a place that you want to have. Like, you know what they need right there? Special events. They need a Jay Foreman jersey. Right yeah, there. yeah, you can have a Jay Foreman jersey. I got to find them. You know, you know what? <laughs> I didn't like these guys that played in Nebraska. Where they get eighty-five jerseys. We got like two. You got two. Yeah, and so that we, had was to it? Ra- we had to ration them bad, bad boys out. So, um, you they, know, it's a spacious area. You know, I have a real cool bar. Everything kind of flows together. Got TVs in the right spot. Um, you know, any, anywhere you look, you're going to be if you're in here watching a game or an event. Obviously, we're going to be watching a volleyball game uh, tonight with some. Uh, you know, VIP and sponsors and some other, you know, athletes are coming in and obviously people that uh, work at the stadium or at the station, excuse me. Um, so this is great, man. I'm excited. And um, I know the food going to be off the chain. So, you know, um, I know you're going to do it, go over there special. And anytime there's wangs on sale, man, I'm there. Man. So the, the, in groups of six, 75 cent wings. Yeah, I'm about for four fifty. Yeah, I'm about to get twenty four. <laughs> for four fifty, I put my order in you, right, right when I leave too. This right. is just, and and I'm just gonna keep these for me though. See, see, when I buy stuff at Mary Ellen's, it comes. It's got <laughs> the ones yeah, you take home. Hey, but it's got it's missing. When I get at the house, they be like, "Where it is?" I like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I have it in the back in the, in the in the fridge in a special little spot, so I know I gotta get it. And you gotta make sure you grow them quickly because people, fight, you know, they like little sniffing hounds and stuff. They try to find that Mary Ellen's, but. I usually try to keep it for myself, and then I I'll sneak over here. You know the the the. I mean, any time that I can have Mary Ellen's, I, I definitely will do it. But you know what? When it's really really hit hit me that it's all to try. I came over here. It was an odd day, snowy, kind of slushy, cold. Yep. And you're like, man, I hate Nebraska. Then you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it, make myself feel better. And they said, you talk about food for the soul, right? Just pulled up and got me some Mary Ellen's, and I got the works too. Peach cobbler. Collard greens, macaroni and cheese, fried chicken, and then I just say, man, just give me something, just, to, just, to, you know, just to send me into a a coma, and get the itis with. Yeah, I mean, then he that, gave me, that, then he gave me some ribs. See, he, he did it. He he'll pull them straight off yeah, for you. That's what he did. He said, okay, you you got time to waste. I said, I got all day, man. It's cold outside and it's warm in here and everything's smelling good. If I would have had a little 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 blanket. I was like, man, just throw on the TV. You got a permanent resident up in here. Well, here's what I'm thinking. What I might do with this room is just rent it out. And then we have them cater it. And, of course, you've got the full bar. Yeah. You got the full bar. But we just hang out and yeah. don't tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but we you just don't tell anybody. Yeah. So back when I, you know, in college, I, I was a decent bartender. I don't think I could probably be employed because I had a heavy – Poor hand. Uh huh. So I gotta ask you, since I know you, you you've owned and worked at bars and all that, obviously longer. You still have your skills. Do you still know how to make them? You you don't know. Do you know how to make ranch water? I do. And here here's what. Well, do you believe it's only sixty calories? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to, I just wanted to see, but no. I believe it does. No. That's why I drink them in abundance. It's a great story. It is. It's great marketing. And I'm the easiest person to sell with. It's and because once it hits, once I, you, you taste it. Like, oh, it's only 40, 40, 60 calories. Bring one, come one, come on all, come all. Yeah, those skinny drinks that women, yeah, women right, were right. passing but around. It, but it, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, that quite frankly wasn't. It is, but it is hump day, though. It is, it is pretty much the haze in the barn now. After, when practice is over today, whenever it is, I don't know if they're practicing now or in the morning, it's over. They're it, practicing this afternoon. I know they're and such, um, and they've got a, some sort of team dinner function. Or, or, or function. 
Oh, I feel bad do. for them. But guess what, though? But they're still going to come but, by but, here. But the hay's in the barn. Okay? This is it. Yeah, yeah they're okay. still going to come by I here. I mean, so you got Georgia Southern looking you right down the mouth. You know what I'm saying? And then you got the the Oklahoma Sooners lurking. Don't 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 pay attention to Oklahoma. No, you, you don't pay attention. I don't to know them. who Oklahoma is until no, until, and especially until since Sunday. after North Dakota, we we definitely have to take we have to take Georgia Southern. But I'm saying this is a big two weeks. Um, the focus needs to be there, task at hand. Um, hopefully, it was a wake up call, uh, and then obviously it affected. You know, hopefully, affected practice in a positive way. Um, and then they can just go on and, you know, do what they need to do. This isn't, you know, um, a team that doesn't have the ability or talent. They just got to get it, you know, kind of get out of their own way and get it going. I mean, we're two weeks into the season, so we only got 10 of these bad boys left. Last week we said 11. Okay, once we start getting into single digits now, then the pressure starts to ramp up. So let's start getting our – let's create our own uh, good pressure. And like I said, I like or would like the mentality, and I haven't listened or interviewed any of them, you know, or talked to any of the coaches or anything like that. But I'm a firm believer, you know, instead of like when you don't play well or, you know, you don't play up to expectations, think like, oh, everybody's against me. You know, everybody wants us to fail. Well, you you just had 20,000 people fly across the pond and cheer you on and be let down, and then you have the stadium full the next week. So that doesn't really add up, right? But I think if you take the mentality of, these are our expectations, and say it like you mean it. Not just to say it because you think it needs to be, you know, you want to retweet it or you want to, you know, be the headliner of a story. But say it. if you really believe it, say it, and then go prove yourself right. Because that's what, that's what, if you prove yourself right and you really believe that you, that, like, and, re- and you really are putting yourself into this, yeah. Yeah. then that's what you want to do every week. This is, not complica- right. this is not complicated. This is not complicated. But, it's, if, been, but it's, it's been made complicated. Yeah, because if you if you, it's almost like you can smoke screen yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like so, some you know a lot of times that uh, you know here's a I guess an analogy when uh, when Steph Curry said, ever says he's struggling with a shot, he goes right back to the basket, shooting in close, then he moves out, form shooting. You know he has like a little routine. Well, if he's worrying about what DP saying, Jay Foreman saying, um, you know, so forth and so on. Well, then he's now he's he's spreading his mental um, powers away from what he needs to focus on. So then the focus that that he needs, instead of it being a hundred percent, now you're at seventy percent, or whatever it may be. So, you know, I think it's you know I think they'll I feel confident they're going to play well this weekend or play better. Um, it won't be easy, I'm assuming, and and, and every game on the, on the schedule is going to be. You know, not an easy road, um, but, you know, it, it's not something to look upon like it's so, you know, woe is me. It's a phenomenal opportunity. That's what I look at. It's a, it's a great opportunity if I'm one of the guys out there playing to cement yourself and play well against good competition. What, what do we know about Coach Help? Like, we, we, well, it, like it, this is a veteran. This is not just some guy who was – Hanging out in Statesville, he, this, the, 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 like this. This is a guy that's done the work. Yeah. He's traveled the country. He's won big he, bowl games. Yeah, he's won at one Rose Bowl. He's coached at USC. He's coached under extreme pressure. You know where they thought he was going to get fired, and obviously turned it around and stayed a few more years. Didn't uh, didn't have to come back to coach. Uh, I think he's a well, defensive guy by by trade. Well respected in that in that uh, world. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, I look at it like he's looking at it as a, as a challenge 
and maybe he's reju- rejuvenated by going down to the Georgia Southern because I don't think I mean I think he probably you know probably had other opportunities and e- let's just say easier opportunities yeah um you know where it's easier to recruit and all this other stuff but he decided to do this and, and have a head coaching job and build it and uh, you know and so what that lets me know that he really loves the coach he uh you know wants to continue to coach and and is looking for a challenge and you know some guys you know, only want to pick and choose and have because they're worried about the win-loss record. You know, when you go to a school like Georgia Southern, you never know. You could go nine and three one year, one and ten, or one and you know one and eleven the next, just based and, on and, and be in the championship game. Right? Yeah, it could go every other year because it's hard for you know they when they get a really good recruiting class, then they're good for two years, but then it's hard for them to continue to build depth and because you're, it's hard to put three, four, five, six, you know, good recruiting classes together at this type at that type of school. Are, are they keeping their players longer? Is that sort of why Old Dominion pops up, why James Madison pops up, why yeah. App State pops up, right? That they keep – they get players who are good players. Right, and they get to develop them, you know, bigger, faster, stronger, at a maybe a little bit slower rate. Mm-hmm. Um, the athletic departments, I'm assuming, most of the time have uh, – you know, a little bit more patience because they know if you have a young roster, especially like, you know, some of these schools coming out of COVID, you know, that really they didn't have maybe the resources to, uh, you know, reach all the kids when they're back home and couldn't be on campus. Or maybe they're, you know, um, they weren't able to get back as, as soon as some of the bigger conferences. So they were kind of, you know, in, in tape delay, you know, and then some. So, um, yeah, when they get when you see like App State, you know where they're continuously a good. Um, they gave program they gave Carolina the, the and gave the Carolina work. the business. <laughs> um, went sixty three, sixty one. I mean that, that's they're going to be right on par with athletes. They got a winning tradition. They obviously jumped on the map years ago with that win against Michigan, and, and they've been doing it ever since. They've been in some really exciting games, uh, at, you know, in their conferences. And then here, you, you know, you got to think of Coastal Carolina. You got to think of them. You got to think of like Western Kentucky, who's actually kind of been good for quite some time. Yep. Um, Arkansas State, all these different schools. Jacksonville State beating Florida State last yep. year. Yep. Um, going down there, not you know. And here the, comes Dion. Right. And here comes Dion <laughs> with Jackson State, who and they made a statement. Hello. Um, Hello. And uh, <laughs> so you know, it's it's the you know the parody is there, but then the uh, production from these so-called lower schools that don't have the resources are there and they have to do things a little different and um when you play schools like this generally you, you expect especially like in north dakota they're they're going to be well coached they're going to be disciplined and they're going to be able to do what they like to do best and so you know you have to do a really good job of doing what they do uh, best which is be disciplined tough play hard but then you got to make sure you got to do it longer than they they do and that's what we did last week now we got to do it again um do, does georgia southern uh, post some issues yeah when you scored 63 points and score that many points like after the first quarter um and you have that many receivers with like 80 80 you know yards plus uh you know it, it's a it's a you know they're gonna you know try to spread you out get you some one-on-one break some tackles you know something that we kind of struggle with and then uh you know see what plays they can make and the quarterback we we should know because we played him last year in buffalo but i think this talent around him is better than what he had in buffalo last year and i thought buffalo was down a little bit um, obviously losing their coach and then, you know, transition to a new coach, um, you know, it's going to take a little while. But, uh, you know, they pose some problems. I'm sure they'll be, you know, fast on defense and be able to run to the ball rally and stuff like that. So we've got to do a good job establishing a run game. The, um, the, these jitterbug receivers that they have. They are for anybody. Right? I mean, this is tough. This is tough. If you're going to face this team, 
thank goodness maybe that it's a, a 6.30 kickoff, right? So you're not getting the, the full sun beat down. Yeah, having yeah, yeah. to be consistently right in how you open field tackle. Well, it's communication. It's, uh, we talked about it yesterday about fits. You, it fits happen even out on, in space. Um, do, do your job and then go play football. And, and also do your job and then be willing to be selfless and, and you know, take one for your, your teammates so he can make a play. This has got to be we. This isn't check so-and-so make all the plays. We're not, we, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we don't have that type of uh, talent right now. So what we need to do is play good team defense. And when you do that and you rally into the ball, you wear them down. If you want an example of, of this is like you look at Ohio State against Notre Dame last, last week. Notre Dame started making some plays. They had the lucky catch, you know, went off the, you know, went off the, the Ohio State defender. He caught it on the ground. They scored, right? <laughs> Bounced but, off his butt. And but one thing that didn't play. change is them competing on 50-50 balls, them being in the right gaps and on run plays, them still making everything hard against, uh, for Notre Dame. And then what really wore Notre Dame down was a relentless pursuit to the ball and when they were pass rushing. And that's blitzing, and that's in 51 obviously had a, a great day, but they were able to get, get a lot of depth played, but the depth didn't change, the effort didn't change, the execution didn't change. So you systematically wear a team down like that. They, they blitz. They don't blitz always third and long. They will blitz you on first and ten just to get you out of, out of system. What does Nebraska do? So you, do you do what you do best, and um, – you know, I mean, I think it's still been a process of some of the newer guys that didn't have, don't have experience uh, learning the system, playing it in, you know, game-like situations and going back on the fundamentals that they've been taught in order to be successful. So I think every week they're starting to learn more about the individuals in the defense and them collectively. So, um, you know, obviously this week I think they'll, they have a better – I'm assuming they have a better handle on it. And, you know, I feel that I think they feel comfortable um, with their scheme and with the guys. If they execute it, they'll make, you know, plenty of plays. So you really don't need to change wholesale changes. You got to really get down and just do what you need to do fundamentally. And that's what I think they probably did this week. Get back to the basics because Nebraska is good enough athletically um, to do the basic basics. And that can be your fallback. Now you get to do the exotic stuff when you play better on first down and you get them in third and long, that means you can dial up, you know, the two pages of blitzes that you got. But you can't blitz and take gambles or whatever you want to call it, or high, you know, high-pressure defenses when we can't even do our base defense right. So they can get their bases together, then the fun, the fun stuff should start. I, there's, there's that movement and there's the narrative that Nebraska has to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Text line asked this question because I thought, you know, it was kind of, kind of, kind of interesting. Eric says this uh, is is the game plan uh, pretty simple this week: run the ball, run the ball, then run the ball some more. When you're done running ball, run the ball some more. Um, your thoughts? Uh, I mean, you know, I think a lot of it's based on, you know, how things are rolling. I mean, obviously, you know, the first game, the passing attack. You know, you can't. If anybody gets on the text line or call in talking about they didn't, they didn't think that we needed to throw the ball at the rate that we did the first game. You just aren't watching the same football game that everybody else is watching. Right. Then in this game, you know, I think the, the offense struggled a little bit. You know, obviously 7-7 seven, seven going in the half, and then you kind of get, get out of your own way and you score 31 in the last two quarters, 17-14. Um, 
and then you start to run the ball. You, you know, you got a big 46-yard run by Grant, and then next thing you know, A.J. Allen gets in there, a 14-yard run, and then you got a five-yard pass to Bruinton. So everybody's focusing on the, you know, the high uh, run yards. But I think that um, Anthony Grant broke a ton of tackles. You can't expect that every single week. So if we're, if we're being steady and crisp up front, of course run the ball. Uh, they're going to be a smaller team. We're going to be more physical, but they're going to be quicker. And we've had some people that struggle with, with quickness. And so, you, you know, if, you, you know I, I, if I could say something to, like, the, I guess the offensive line and defensive line or just kids in general, if you, let's be realistic what our weaknesses are, mm-hmm. both individually and as a, a unit. Yep. If we know what they are, let's assume that they know what they are. So let's accentuate our what we do in our strengths, but let's make sure that we're every single down we're cognizant of our weaknesses. What's weak? Where's the weakness in the defense? What where, where are we weakness like athletically, and what do we need to do? Because if you know you can physically impose your will on a guy, you know you're going to get that chance in like third and two, third and one, third and three, third and six to eight. You got to know where your where your weakness at is at as far as pass protection where's your help do you expect your help because if i'm you know um quick setting or if i'm over setting in, in a pass protection then i gotta then you know i should know and expect my guard to be there or a chipper's gonna be there right um and that's where the teamwork comes from and that's where the communication comes from so and it comes from experience of playing with each other talking to each other because the the learning process and the in the cut down the the rough edges on experience, those things, that's, that's what's done a lot of times when you're not in. Because the conversations that we can have, if we're out for, say, like six or seven plays, and we're talking about two or three different plays and coverages, is monumental. Be, and we're watching somebody else out there. I'm just talking about practice, mm-hmm. right? So we're getting mental reps, both seeing it and conversating. Because if you know, if we already covered something, and we see it in the game. Hey, DP, you remember this? Remember we talked? Let's do it like this. Boom, let's Same go. Same verbiage, real quick. Get the message. I, I'll say this. A lot of people are saying because of what? 40% chance of rain. This uh, is Nebraska. It, it'll be 40% chance today. 20 by Friday morning. Then it'll be 15% and it'll be at like midnight. If we're playing at midnight, that means we're in eight overtimes and we're going for two every time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just laughing because – as a receiver, as a receiver's coach, as an offensive coordinator, I always liked playing in the rain. Well, Especially when I had skill people. It's the advantage because you know where you're going. Yeah. And But here's but here's the thing. You know, it takes a unique type of coaching mentality because you have – defensively, mm-hmm. you have to teach backpedaling and drops differently. And I learned this from Aaron Glenn, who's now the defensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions. If everybody watches him on uh, Hard Knocks, uh, AG. Shout out to him. AG, Aaron, Aaron Glenn, great dude, great mentor, um, straightforward dude. You know, he played at Texas A&M, so we got over that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but he talked about when we, were, we, were, we would go play in wet games, he's like, Jay, when you're dropping, he's like, you need to scoot more. And scoot is like almost a shuffle backpedal. He's like, because you get more traction like that. You know who taught him that? Bill Parcells. Because he was trying to back pedal on his toes and he kept slipping. And he finally told him that. 
Bill Parcells and Belichick. So the things that are passed down, you got to, you know, it comes from experience to help them give them more confidence when you're out there. So if you're out there, rain, snow, sleet, doesn't matter. Wind, don't matter. Let's go. And I think that ours, and I think Mickey will have those guys ready to play whether it's rain or not. And his, you know what, I, you know, I can't speak for him, but I, you know, have a good idea that he, he, he don't care if it's raining or not. Ball. We never did. We and never, I know he don't care. He never did. Because he's had guys play for him before that performed in the rain in different, uh, um, you know, elements. And, look, and this is what I always laugh when people talk about where they want to play football. And I'd always ask them, do you have aspirations to go to the pros? Of course, what are they, they going to say yeah. Yeah. Well, what if, on, what if Green Bay is the only team that calls you? New England. Green Bay. <laughs> and Green, listen here, DP. Okay. <laughs> Green Bay is a different type of cold. It is. Buffalo is too. It's yeah. Green Bay is bone chilling. Buffalo, that hawk coming off a of lake. Erie. And you have to play through rain games in that cold weather. Yep, and snow. So, and it'll be sunny, not like this temperature, but it'll be like forty six and sunny. It kick off fifty degrees, and then drop. and then as soon as you go into halftime, they got the snow blowers out there. You know, like where they get the snow off the field. Get them ready. Right. You be like, what the heck is going like? So you know, I, I just think it's funny when people talk about this. Wow, oh, the rent. Well, yeah, no, we got a year where Bob says over. the weather's going to dictate run. Well, no. what, well, what happens if they can't run? Yeah. Well, what happens if yeah, we get because that's happened recently. <laughs> <laughs> and what, and what, do we, what do we have a couple, you know, fumble or something? You, you know, you better have a plan. Oh, let's see what Derek. You but, better uh, have you a plan. You know, plan. this dude Derek, he has a uh, unique name. He, or, spelled he, spells it wrong. It. he spelled it wrong. No, he spelled it right. That's Derek. He spelled it wrong. That's him. That's him. He says, "Why haven't we seen much?" In the way of bubble inside screen passes or short swing passes or flats, saving for OU, Derek and Carr asked. It's in the playbook. I don't know. It's in the playbook. It's in the playbook. So just in case, how do you practice for when it's going to be such a dry season? And you, oh, when it's rain. Well, when you rain, you get the wet balls out. You um, dunk them in the bucket. Dunk them in the bucket, uh, and you know wet. if it's a cold game, you kind of dump them in and, and you leave them out, so you get a little bit uh, used to that. Um, and most of these receivers are walking around with not normal human sized hands, right? Anyway. Yeah. So and, and they practice it. You also do some stuff. Uh, yeah. You know, like for me, um, growing up in you know playing you know in Minnesota, my dad kind of hit me to stuff. And so when I was in high school. Uh, you know, it was a cold game. He's like, oh, no, bro, you can't wear no sleeves, man, because that, that stuff gets, gets moisture on it and oh, it'll it's, be slick. It's, it's, it's terrible. Right. So he's like, this is what you do. Or, like, you know, so this, these are just things that you get to use. But I don't think the rain will be to a point that where we're literally having a conversation. At the end of the day, we have to just be able to get – put our foot on the gas, drive up to the stadium, and be portable. So if we're playing here, uh, New Jersey – uh, you know, Michigan, Purdue, anywhere. We have to be portable because that's how you get consistency. Joe, Joe Gibbs used to say this, show me where in the one loss column is weather listed. <laughs> there is no asterisk. There is no asterisk. <laughs> he said, it just doesn't matter. We'll throw it a break. Again, we're live out here at Mary Ellis Food Food. So we'll be out here for a bit. Uh, stop by again. They've got, it's Wing Wednesday out here. So get yourselves out here. Uh, come say hi. Uh, do your thing. We'll come back. We'll talk about what Georgia Southern runs, the four-two-five defense. We'll ask Jay Forbert to break that down for us when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.